back to On the Block with Strick and Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back on the block. We're back on the block. Thank you for joining us here today on the block with Strick and Bach. I'm E. Strick, and that is my partner, Jay Bachavin. We welcome you to 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. And we're at the 525 segment. We may be a little later. We had a little conversation, so to speak, and gave a little open book session right here on the block. <laughs> you never know what you're going to get when you get here. But it's uh, it's been a great day, Bach. What do you think, man? Yeah, I like it. I started throwing a block party right there. Everybody come back flooding the memories. Uh, I liked it. I learned a little bit. I didn't know Amigos was the place to be, uh, you know, post-bar situation in the 90s. I that, that, that shut down by the time I'd started going frequenting O Street, I suppose. But uh, uh, yeah, right, I mean, right. like, sometimes, you know, and, and you know, similar, I, I you know, not any similar to your situation, but just there's different, you know, eras that you wish you were kind of part of. And I was glad to at least, uh, you know, kind of be around and be alive and, and know and knowing of what's kind of going on in the mid nineties there uh, for uh, you know, for basketball and football sake for the university of Nebraska. But you know, I was like six or seven. So I just, uh, I, I didn't go to the bars too much. Well, listen, the <laughs> block was hot back in our day, right? Because I mean, we, we had some success. So the basketball oh, yeah. team was successful. The volleyball team was, was getting it done. Uh, the football team was rolling. Uh, baseball was kind of, you know, they were kind of percolating a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they got going but in the late 90s. The campus was hot, bro. And then the track was like, tra- indoor track was like slamming. They were winning national championships and stuff or winning all kinds of championships and stuff like that. So, the, listen, the campus was popping back in the 90s. It was it was a great time. <laughs> and I, let me just say it looks better now. Yeah. They put some money it into it. it was popping back then. Oh, yeah. It was popping back then. <laughs> and then I had this week. So, so here's another, another crazy thing, right? So um, I think Jamar Johnson first popped out there, right? So then I was like kind of looking. It was, a, it was, it was out West O. As far as you can go out West O, it's probably more stuff out there now. But yeah. it was like towards the edge. There was a nice little apartment complex. Jamar kind of popped out there. And then all of a sudden I'm like, hmm. It's kind of nice. Let me get out here and see what it looked like. Had a garage. I had my own little garage. Nice big rooms. Nice little apartment. Low key was in the cut. Man, I'm going to get out here. Let me get out here. Me and Jamar out there. Next thing you know, the whole squad. <laughs> it's like everybody found out what was going on out there on yeah. O Street. Next thing you know, Mikey Moore moving out there. Badge moving out there. It's like, God damn, bro. I'm trying to get away from y'all, man. Yeah. Y'all all out here. So, yeah, it was funny. Man. It was a fun time. That's like having your work, you know, your work partners show up and start living in the apartment building around you. You, you need some space from your teammates sometimes, don't you? Oh man, yeah, it was crazy. We just it, 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 it became it became the new dorms out there, man. West though, it was in the cut, but it was it was cool. It was a cool little spot to be, man. It was fun back. Then. So a lot of people on the text line too mentioning Sheriff Woody was the name of the the the, the sheriff that was at the Amigos um, for a while. But we we have a few more questions for you here. Uh, Gus asked your best high school hoops player: Mike McGee, Ron Kellogg, or yourself? Wow, definitely. I'm not going to say myself, but um. Whew. Or you could go with someone else. Mike, Mike, Mike McGee was a beast, though, bro. Yeah. Like, 
like Mike McGee, he he was like, if I can make an NBA rep, he was like, I want to say he was like the uh, the chocolate thunder. You know what I mean? He was he was like that. He was just a beast. He was like Moses Malone and uh, you know uh, the thunder of dunk, and he just did all kinds of things, man. Mike McGee was tough, bro. Uh, Kellogg was a beast too. I mean, though those two were those two were great legends, man. There's a lot of legends that have come through, um, you know, Omaha and, and have done some great things in 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 their lives and careers. Um, some of them we got we got a chance to play against a few of them because they one thing that was popping back in the day was the Idleman League. I mean, the Idleman League you would see some of the old vets they come in there and you you know you was a young buck but they were trying to bust you they were trying to give you that work so. It was it was good the Idleman League back in the day. I don't know if they have it still, but back in the day up there at Creighton, we used to we used to it used to be some scraps. Yeah, definitely. And obviously McGee and and and, and Kellogg for what it's worth left the state. Uh, what was there? I mean, what was kind of the the idea for you to stay at Nebraska as opposed to some of those other scholarship offers? What ultimately kept you here in in in, in going to Lincoln? Well, you got to remember at that time Nebraska was they were like you know, 21 and six or seven or something like that before they lost their last game, they were ranked in the top 10 in the country. Hmm. So I'm looking at that closely and I'm like, dude, that would be, that would be cool. And then I would go down and hang out with badge. Like me and badge was close. I mean, when he was here at home, I'd stay at his house at times and his mom was like my mom and, and um, they, and he, I would go down and visit him, and he had his own place at the dorm. One of his roommates kind of was living with his girlfriend, so I'd just go and hang out with him. And so I kind of got familiar with the campus and the atmosphere, and and I just took a liking to it. And I liked what they were doing down there, and um, it looked like it had some upswing for me. So I said, you know, and then we got together and had some conversations, me, Badge, and, you know, kind of got in, in there with Andy and Jerron, and we was like, yo, man, let's come down here and make our own little Fab Five. That's why we came on. Uh, kind of a, a weird question from Hammond Beans. How good was Jason Glock? Do you remember J- playing with him? Yeah. Uh, J- so Jason was Jason was a knockdown shooter. Um, wasn't the most athletic guy. Um, so, I mean, he, he, he could play. I mean, he was crafty. Um, he didn't have much, much speed, but he could knock it down. So, example, whenever we went out to, like, playing like the AAU of our day, which was the Valentino's um, um, Nebraska team, the all state team where we would all get together. So we always had a group of guys that could stroke it. And so there would be me, Andy, Curtis Marshall, um, badge, you know, so us athletic guys, we knew that if we got to the paint, we could find those guys and it was good. And that's why we were able to compete and we were able to, you know, make noise out there because we had a system. We knew we knew we had knockdown shooters and people would be looking at oh, that's the right who and we would be busting their tail. We would be giving them that word. <laughs> what? And and you know, fighting. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I think we found our new segment, Asterisk. I think we'll bring this back. Uh, just a few more questions before we round out uh this segment here. Uh someone wants to know what your favorite dunk as a husker was. Brian wants to know that. Oh, wow. Brian, thanks for that question. Is So you got to remember there was Oklahoma State was really good. Um, Oklahoma State 
in 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 the Gallagher Arena down there was really tight. It was very very reminiscent of like Duke Cameron Indoor Stadium. Oh, I yeah. mean, they would be on you. It, it wasn't like you had space. They were on you. And there was a player by the name of Brooks Thompson that everybody was talking about. Everybody was hyping up. Oh, he going to the league and this and that. He did. He played in the NBA for a short time, but he he did get there. I think he got drafted. So my assignment was him and I was hawking him and for two, like two times down, I ripped him like right open court, clean rip. One time I went down and bang with two. And then the best one was I ripped him again. And I went down and did like a, like a reverse, oh, like, yeah. I put it like kind of between my and reversed <laughs> it and, and shut the crowd. The crowd was like, Shh, Oh yeah. Silent. Silent. That was one of the best ones. Is it better? Is say. it better to get those huge dunks and have the whole, you know, at home and have the whole crowd war? Is it better to shut everybody up on the road and, and just, you know, throw one down and let them know it's over. Uh, I, I actually like, like banging on the road. You like the road you know, and silence the crowd. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love banging on. I, I was one of those guys in college. I was one of those guys in college, Bach, that if I got to the paint, I was trying to put somebody in, in the rim. Yeah. That, that was how it was. Now, transition to the NBA. Got into the NBA and I was like, I gotta chase John Stockton today. Okay, tomorrow's Nick Van Axel. Mm, okay, then tomorrow's um, Chris Jackson, a.k.a. Mahmoud Abdul-Roof. Okay, then, yeah. oh, shoot, now I got a – Gary Payton's going to be posting me up all day. Okay, then Mark Jackson. Okay, then I got Chase Reggie Miller. Okay, the next game. And then <laughs> uh, Michael Jordan. Okay. Yeah. You know, so I'm like I'm, – I'm, th- this is how my days were, right? Yeah. So I, I, when I used to get open courts in the NBA, I realized that they were just two points, just like the dunk. And there was a lot more expended energy that I would have to expend to jump up there to (laughs) dunk the ball. So I would always just go and lay that thing up and run down and get ready to chase him. (laughs) I stopped dunking in, in the NBA. Now there was one time where I got, it was an exhibition game. I got really mad because Ray Allen tried to set me up. So I, I got a steal and I'm on the wing on the left side of the court dribbling to go and finish the layup. And I saw Ray Allen coming. It was an exhibition game up, up in Wisconsin. At, actually, it was at the University of Wisconsin. We were playing Milwaukee. Hmm. He's, he's slowing down trying to time me. I said, <laughs> what? And so I, I said, okay. So I go up with a lean-in like this, body to body. And I said, Boom! Real hard, and Mike Finley and all of them came up. <laughs> they pushed me almost down on the court. That was that, that was probably one of the ones that you know oh, I, yeah, I will remember. League. I would actually wish I could find that tape. I, I wish I could because I might if I see Ray on the golf course or something. I, I I'd say, hey, I got a tape for you. Ray. You remember this one? <laughs> yeah, for those uh, younger fans, you remember Ray Allen, the three point shooter. Young Ray Allen could jump. Young Ray Boy. Allen, Jesus Shuttlesworth, Ray Allen. It was quite the athlete. So, uh, we, unfortunately, we're right up against it. So, we got to take another break, but we will finish things out uh, with our uh, daily edition of Hitting the Hardwood. And today, plenty to talk about. Two big trades, including CJ McCollum, DeMontis Sabonis, All Stars heading to different destinations. We'll talk about that next here on the block on 93.7 The Ticket. <laughs> 